Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? I don't know. I don't think it's going to be the Diamondbacks, but, you know, we'll see how that goes. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric specific show. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams, and typically with me is the one and only Ed Easy Smith. But as we always say, family is first. And so he's doing some things, you know, say with his family. So that's the most important thing. And so it's cool to be able to, to reach out to family that knows stuff about football and all those types of things. And it's, he is also a, a family on the believe network as well. It's the one and only casual E Earl Burnett from casual sports. What is good, man? Hey, nothing much, bro. How you doing? Man, chilling. I know, I know you busy, man. I, you know, I happen to run into you today or a little bit earlier and stuff like that. It's how we do it around this thing here. Keep it all in the family. And so we given just like a real quick, not too super fleshed out in terms of what we do here, what we typically do with, with more topical things when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals and just football in general. But this is that time of year where if you, if, if you let ESPN tell it, everybody believes that they team is going to be heading to the Super Bowl. And I, I imagine it's not just because they're in Vegas, but I think it's all around the world where they try to, you know, we, we did get that one, that one player from this school that I never heard of and the player that I never heard of, but my GM made the pick. So we going to the Super Bowl. So we wanted to give our quick little reactions when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals and some of the things uh, that they've done, especially in the second and third rounds last night. And I'd be curious to know your thoughts on this real quick, casual E is that, um, so last night the Cardinals picked up a wide receiver, but it wasn't from the draft. It was via trade. And so that's why we, they had the 100th pick today uh, in the, in the third round when they, they traded their pick uh, number 23rd, number 23 overall to get Hollywood Brown to, to reunite him with Kyla Murray. And it's been well, it's, it's been well, um, um, talked about whereas that's his best friend and so this is one of those things where you're trying to make your quarterback or one of the the best players or who you feel is your your cornerstone player really happy how did you feel um in terms of what your thoughts on that trade and and the fact that people are just they're more I've, I've heard more that are on the side of man this dude can really take the top off the defense and really do some things to be able to to really stretch it and he hasn't really been given his due in when he was in that Ravens offense because of the scheme and, and the way that they were approaching it. What were your thoughts on the trade that the Cardinals pulled off uh, in the first round? Yeah. Well, my first thoughts were, you know, uh, okay, good wide receiver, but in my head, I'm thinking I'm kind of going, um, 
he didn't seem like he to me was like that exciting at the beginning. And then I start to think about it afterwards. Like, like what you just got through saying is about they didn't use him correctly in Baltimore because he was a right. run, running team pretty much. And so he was just like the first option after the run or the second option after the run. And so if he got into an offense where he can actually be the number one and get, you know, targets like a number one receiver in a passing type offense, then he could be a different type of receiver. So yeah, I, First, I was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. That's a nice little pick. But then now after I start to see this schematic part of it, like, oh, yeah, he probably could cause some issues. I only had one issue with, with, with Hollywood Brown. I don't know if anybody's been saying it at all. Everybody's kind of been skirting around it. Mm. Watched him on tape the last few games and some playoff games. He drops a lot of balls. Oh, okay. About Sometimes he can get lose focus. It was one game, I forgot which game it was that I was watching, but the Ravens game, where it was a big game, and he, they threw some touchdown passes his way. He dropped two two, two almost touchdown passes, should have been touchdown passes, and, and, and then just start dropping the ball because his, his, he loses his focus every once in a while. And I don't know if that's because, man, we've been running all damn day, now y'all want to throw it? <laughs> or or is it just, you know, Hollywood's just not, you know, sometimes you have an issue probably with focusing. But I don't know, maybe that's just me just, nitpicking a little bit but at the same time high high uh good talent definitely definitely speedy receiver that can definitely take the top off the defense for kyler uh, a rapport with kyler so that's also good so those little things kind of add up and, and overall it was a good pretty a pretty good uh move by steve kind because we definitely didn't want him to pick pick that first pick in the draft <laughs> You go bloody. It's funny because the, the reaction, and, and I think you, you know this very well. If Ed was uh, on with us right now, he would be lamenting the fact that they didn't pick up an offensive lineman. And that's one of his biggest things. So that's what he was really lambasting the Cardinals for in terms of, uh, in terms of trading out of that pick when, when you had the opportunity to maybe try to see what you could do to solidify that offensive line. But let's get into real quick. Let's get into a, the, the second and third round picks. Just want to get your thoughts on this. So, and I'll let you, I'll, I'll give what the picks were and then you let me know. And just in terms of just positionally, if, or if you know anything about these players, oftentimes, and I'm not sure if you feel this way when you get to the second, especially maybe into the third round, even though we saw a lot of those quarterbacks that were supposed to be uh, that, that, that we swore that we're going, there was going to be a run on quarterbacks because GMs weren't going to be able to, to, uh, contain themselves and be able to show some type of restraint. But we did see only one quarterback go in the first round. And then we saw, you know, a couple of quarterbacks go in the second and third round. So that's going to, that's interesting in terms of how that plays out, but want to get your thoughts. So if you, and what I was saying is as we get into the third round, fourth round, et cetera, you, you know, you, you might say, and we got Michael Smith. <laughs> tied in from such and such. Uh, okay. That's what's up. I mean, I guess dog. And they, and they try to, to, to sell you on that player. And so you're just hoping that the GM and the scouting team has done their thing. So let's start with the, uh, the second round pick. So pick number 55 overall, it was a tight end from Colorado State, uh, Trey McBride. And so, uh, one of the things that is listed with him. So he's a John, uh, John Mackey award winner, caught 90, uh, catches, uh, 1,121 yards in 2021. I'm going to come back and ask a pointed question about that particular pick in terms of that positional pick. And then, uh, we get into the third round. The first of the two third round picks we have, the first one was, uh, uh, defensive end from San Diego State, uh, Cameron Thomas. And so, uh, he was, uh, 
ten and a half sacks and twenty point five tackles for loss this coming this this past season. And then last name the last one, I don't want to mess my man's name up because my name is Javon and people call me Javon, Javin, all that type of stuff. So I don't want to mess my name, my man's name up. But he's a defensive end from Cincinnati. Um last name is Sanders. M. Sanders from uh, from from Cincinnati, thirteen point five sacks over past three seasons, and he was a two time All AAC first team. And so again, he's the def- defensive end. So we have two defensive ends that were drafted, and then we have a tight end. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought we had Zach Ertz as a tight end. But you, take it where you want. You just your reaction. The thing that that sticks out to me is that tight end pick. Uh, just in terms of positionally when there's some other things that we might have been able to do. Your thoughts just from a macro level with those those selections. Yes. Uh, well, to, just to start out, we have Max Williams and Zaggers so uh-huh. that are solidified on the team. And so, uh, the re- I mean, that second pick, the 55th pick, is probably the only pick of all the rest of them are probably going to be projects. Pretty much, can they make the team? Will they not make the team? Who cares? That's what's going to end up being. You know, they're not going to be anybody that's going to be ready to play right away. But this tight end is a guy that will be ready and seasoned enough to get into it on offense right away and start to play. But the only thing is, is mm-hmm. two veterans there that are already solidified and proven in this league. And so I believe this is a pick that they probably picked for future reference, probably because mm-hmm. you're a young kid that has the talent to be a pretty big, you know, pretty good star in the league. I mean, from what I see on tape, he's got some good hands. He's a, he's a good route runner to a degree and, and, and can get open and catches the ball in a crowd. And that's what tight ends have to do. So I, w- I would imagine that he's going to be able to get a rapport with Kyler going at some point. But then again, do we ever, do we ever see the Cardinals run a, a 13 personnel with the sure. three ends on the freaking field? Right. Um, going to happen so i mean you would start to think okay somebody's going to be the odd man out so i think it's just going to be a situation where this kid's probably going to end up coming in and watching for a year probably and get on this field spotting area little spot areas you know little you know us you know all the preseason he'll probably play and then kind of get on the field little by little by little until he can take the job from somebody or or max williams or somebody not working out he's only on a one-year deal they can also cut you know, cut Max Williams, but I don't, I don't see that happening actually, but I think this kid's going to come in and just kind of work his, his way into the offense for future reference. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things where you just wonder, I wonder if those extensions hadn't been um, meted out in terms of, would that have been a pick that would have been made? So when you feel that you have a little bit more time to be able to form, to build the team that you want. So when I'm talking about the extensions, I'm talking about, of course, Kime and I'm talking about Kingsbury with those extensions that were, that were uh, given, that were, that were given to them uh, early in this off season, that if you, if you felt that you didn't have that luxury of time, then would those picks have been made? Yeah, something must be in the in the in, in still in the making right now because okay. the team that that lets Chandler Jones go and a player of that caliber and a player from that more that most important position, right? You have to get pressure from on that side from the court to get on the, to get to the quarterback to stop teams. You would think that that would be their first priority to go after. So to to see where they've gone up to this point where they're spending money on themselves. <laughs> and of course, Kyler. And of course, now you look how this draft is going. They pick a tight end in the, in the, with the fifty-fifth pick when there was a guy right next to him that they could have taken. Um, and so you go, 
the best player on the board? Is that what they were going after? And then I look at the best player on the board. I'm like, that wasn't the best player on the board. So what are we doing? But, right. but, but to look at the whole scope, you would, you would think that this team would be ready to go get that edge rusher. So I'm thinking maybe there might be some, some plans still going to try to try to get an edge rusher from another team up by trade again. Kime has done an ec- excellent job doing trades. So I don't know how he's going to work another trade to get us an, uh, a pass rusher. But at this point, it looks like we're going by, we're going with, with by committee what, what we have on the team currently. And yeah. not a lot of pressure on a quarterback to what we have right now. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see in terms of how this plays out. Again, when you talk about the best player available and looking at your board and all these different things that come into play, is is this one of those things? And so early on in this, so far in this offseason, as we got through free agency and we were very vocal in and in questioning in terms of just the re-signing almost like a run it back type of thing. And then we have this, this trade that happens of course, in the first round to bring uh, Hollywood um, uh, to, to bring Hollywood to, to the, to the Arizona Cardinals and then trying to figure out what's going on with the rest of these picks here in the draft. So we'll see how it works, man, but I appreciate you for coming in. And I know as you continue with casual sports, with casual sports show, as you break things down, not only when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals, but with the Phoenix suns as well. And then you also take that macro approach depending on what's going on in the more macro uh, level of things in the, in the world of sports. But I appreciate you, man. And so let folks know how they can follow you, of course, and then all those things to stay in touch with what's going on with casual E and casual sports, man. Well, we're going to be doing a, a breakdown of uh, Trey McBride, the tight end out of Colorado state. I'm going to be showing you how this kid looks like he could be a pretty good star in the making, but we're going to break and see what that's going to look like on tape. But if you want to just follow us, you go to casualsports.com. Of course, that's on all platforms where you get your social media, all platforms where you can get your podcast, all with the same tag, casual sports, K-A-Z-U-A-L. And a Z is at the end of the word sports on every platform. You should be able to catch us there or go straight to www.casualsports.com and get live feeds from Suns games, post game shows, live uh, podcast, live radio shows all throughout the day, right there on KSRN. Uh, That's what's up. That's what's up. So the one and only casual, casual sports, casual E, you know, I appreciate him. That's my brother right there. So we stay connected and we do things and we, we try to bring each other in. So on behalf of my, my brother and my co-host, uh, Ed Easy Smith, who was not here, my name is Javon J. Love Adams. And again, thank you to our special guest, casual E. He's not a guest. He's family. Casual E Earl Burnett. Uh, we, this has been the Believe in the Arizona Cardinals podcast, kind of a reaction to the second and third rounds. And so as always, we are presented by Bet online and so as we always like to say around this time are you kidding thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube